Is the housing market about to crash? Hey guys, this is Onyx Singhal. And listen, on this episode, we keep it real. Recession's here. I don't see how we're gonna get away without having a recession. But what happens to this crazy housing market? I mean, prices are through the roof. Inventory is low, supply is low, blah, blah, blah. So is it gonna also go down? Quite honestly, if you look at what the Fed is doing, I think they're specifically targeting the real estate market. With the hikes of interest rate and mortgages now hitting six plus percent, they want it to slow down, but is it going to? The real question is, what am I doing? Am I still buying real estate or not? I think that'll really tell you what I think about it, right? Okay, so I've got my phone in front of me because I've got some notes, but before I get started with that, hey, You know, a bird gets its wings every time you click like and click subscribe to this channel for this podcast. Seriously, it does. Please do so. All right. So, okay, let me go over some factors. Let me go over some things here and you'll see things pass by on the screen if you're listening to it or watching it on YouTube. Number one, inventory is still low. NPR and many other resources provide this data. I found it really interesting, though, that for the longest time I was hearing the numbers... 4 million. I was hearing that we are short by 4 million. Now, the last article I read said we're short by 3 million. Interesting. Well, we're going to get into why I think that is. I don't actually think we popped a million houses up overnight. I think there's another reason. Okay, number two. This one was really surprising. We don't realize, right? We think interest rate. Oh, what? It went from three to six. Who cares? That means that homeowners, new homeowners, are now paying 38% more for the same house they would have a year ago. So what that actually means is they are also qualifying for a lot less. This sucks. You're paying more, you're qualifying for less. doesn't really make for a fun buying opportunity. Hold that thought. Number three, 12% of homes in the recent month had to drop their price to sell. Interesting. So hold that thought. Now, as I'm sharing all this data, you're thinking, well, gosh, Onik, it sounds like the housing market's going to crash. Well, it gets more complicated, okay? Number four, interest rates have crossed 6%. This one actually got me the most surprised. I could not believe that. And the Fed has still said that they think there's more hikes to come. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it, though, because at some point they're going to overcorrect. 6% in my lifetime, I have not seen 6% mortgages, yet people are still buying houses. So here's the thing about the 6%. I don't care what the interest rate is right now. Do you know that interest rate is in your favor? So if it's 6% today and you buy and it goes to 7% tomorrow, you're happy you bought today. But if it drops to 3% tomorrow, you simply refinance. So I actually, you hear all this buzz about interest rates and all I want to share with you is if you're buying property for investing, who cares? It's a short-term thing. You're either happy or you're happy. (laughs) <laughs> That's it's, it's a win-win in the world of lending. All right, so that was number four. Let's move on to number five, supply shortages. I ordered a garage door for my garage and it took seven months to come. I'm looking for furniture for my baby and it's taking months to come. I ordered an ottoman just a couple of months ago and they told me eight months. So that's not going to resolve overnight. So again, We've got some signs indicating that there is a crash coming, some signs indicating that there isn't a crash coming. Let's keep making it even more complicated. Let me share some more things with you that other people out there are just not really talking about. I call this next factor stalemate. We have an interesting dilemma that's being created now. Now, I'm not talking about investors, okay? And I am going to answer the question of whether I'm still buying real estate after I share all this confusing data with you. I'm talking about the average person who's looking to buy a home for themselves. So what's interesting is that there's a stalemate. What's the stalemate? Well, if you currently own a home and you got it at two, three, 4% interest rate, you don't really want to sell your home right now only to qualify for a lot less and pay 6% or 7% interest rate. So that's making you say, I'll wait. So 
the housing supply is dropping. But that also means the demand for new housing is dropping. Do you see how that 4 million to 3 million number, I'll keep telling you how it didn't get, it's not, it's not dropping because we have supply that's coming. It's just people are exiting the market. So now you've got less houses being listed. So that shows a drop in supply of houses. Again, you would think, well, Anik, that means these houses, the price should go up. Well, then you have problem number two, and that is people don't really want to buy a house right now. The desire to buy a house is dropping. Why? Because again, you're paying 38% more for the same house you would have a year ago. You're qualifying for less. But do you see how this is exactly what the Fed wanted? They felt that they needed to attack the real estate market to keep it within a certain realm. Otherwise, inflation was going to go absolutely bonkers. Now, there's something else happening that I think the Fed didn't maybe put into consideration. And this is why I think they're going to end up overcorrecting. Okay, two other factors. But the one I really want to talk about is layoffs. So now we're moving into, I don't know, we're up to number seven or whatever. I was on the record a year ago and I got attacked for saying that layoffs are going to happen and it's going to be bad. And everyone said, you're evil, you're this, da, 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 da. Well, I'm just, I'm just a capitalist and I just look at economic indicators. Listen, you can't have salaries just going, you can't do anything. Housing can't go like this. Stock market can't just go like this. Salaries can't just go like this. Something gives. We're in a market of supply and demand. Now, what's happened is after COVID and after the money was flowing and investors were investing and VCs were funding and we had all this plush cash everywhere, we became competitive. We suddenly could hire from anywhere in the country. We didn't require local office visits. So now the market was our domain. We could go anywhere we want. And all of a sudden, us smaller businesses found ourselves competing with Facebook, Google, Amazon, Netflix, Tesla, you name it. So salaries took off. People were hiring. Cash was available. And buying was up. Consumer index were great. People were spending money because they had money, right? Stimulus. Now that's been going away. Consumers are pulling back. Consumers are getting a little scared. That's a factor I'm going to talk about later. So what does that start to do? Businesses start to make less money. As they make less money, they have to go to the market and release their quarterly earnings that aren't looking that good. And the market slams them. Stock market drops. VCs who are investing in companies start to say, oh, multiples are dropping. We can't give you as high of a valuation. You need to make your cash last longer. Well, what's the number one cost in a company? It's employees. And so labor is getting cut. This is happening. As a matter of fact, TechCrunch just recently gave it a name. They said from the great resignation to the great reset. So this is not something I'm happy about. This is not something I want. I'm just being real. What's going to happen now? People are going to want to stay in their jobs longer, which is great, I think, if they, if they want that. But you're going to see raises drop. You're going to see layoffs go up. You're going to see more people that won't be employed. You're going to see people that are going to be switching jobs. You're going to see people that won't qualify for as much for their mortgages. So all of this is going to make a deep impact on real estate, right? Because the demand, it's going to impact the demand. So again, when they say the supply shortage is now 3 million and now 4 million, it's might just be because there's less people looking. All right, next factor, whatever it means, right? So, so far, I've got some factors saying the real estate market's going to drop, some factors saying it's not. Well, let's add more to the confusion. Rent. Do you know that across the United States, the average rent is now up over 11%. That's a lot in just a year, but that's not the real story. In major cities like New York, Chicago, Miami, Los Angeles, and all the other big places, rent is up 40% or more in a short window. This adds more complication. What do you do? 
right? So people are moving. The whole real estate vortex is changing and demand and supply is a, every day it's moving and it's changing. And, and so what does that mean? I'm going to get to it. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I think. Last but not least, Consumer Confidence Index. Do you know that we are as low in the consumer confidence as we were right when COVID hit? No one talks about this, but that's what it's showing. People are worried. People are as worried right now as they were right when COVID hit. That's a pretty strong thing to say. So they don't want to spend money. They don't want to buy lavish things. So with all that said and done, yes, my answer is I am buying real estate. I'm buying a lot of real estate as much as I can get my hands on with one certain rule. I do not buy a lick of real estate right now that I don't plan to hold for a minimum of 10 years and that I'm counting on any kind of appreciation on. I'm not buying real estate for appreciation right now. I'm buying real estate for cash flow. You can buy real estate in any market as long as you know that the tenants that stay there are paying you more than you are spending on it, whether I get a 5% return, a 10% or a 20% return, a return's a return. And I'm looking for that cash flow. That's my only decision factor, but I'm still sticking to my goal. My goal is to buy at least a property every two months and it's soon gonna move that to one every month. Nothing has changed. The housing market, here's what's gonna happen, my guess. I think it's going to cool off. Nope, not going to crash. Cool off in a big way. I think interest rates are going to skyrocket and drop again. I think they're going to overcorrect and you're going to see a drop. Now, the next time the interest rates drop, people are going to go freaking bananas and the real estate market's going to take off again. We're talking one to two years, cool off, stabilize, and then pfft. So actually, still a good time to buy. My opinion, not financial advice. I'm wrong all the time. This is Onyx Singal. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. Make sure you click subscribe, click like, and follow this podcast for more things I'm working on doing and more of my nonsensical analysis on things that I, like I said, probably am wrong. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singal.